Hello, this is Heidi. I'm the founder of Moolah Masters, and you are on the Moolah Master podcast, where we talk about everything financial literacy. We also have a blog, a YouTube channel, and a website, so all your questions can be answered. So let's get started. Hi everyone, it's Heidi, founder of Moolah Masters, and this is going to be our first informative video. So we got a couple of questions, which were about retirement accounts. So I guess we're starting out with that financial literacy pillar of saving and investing, and that financial path of how do we get to financially secure. So that's what we're gonna be talking about today. I'm gonna try to keep these to like five to 10 minutes, which means we'll probably have to have several different videos on these topics. And that's to keep it easy for you to listen to, digest, and maybe go back and look for specific parts that you're like, hmm, what did she say about that? So that's what we're gonna be doing. So the first question I got was, what is the history of 401ks? Okay, so when I say 401ks, I'm talking about traditional. There's also a Roth uh, 401k, but we'll talk about that when we go over Roths. And then there's a 403b, which is a nonprofit version of a 401k. There's a TSP, which is the Thrift Savings Plan, which is the government's version of a 401k. So this would be the military or civil employees that are using that. So how did 401ks get started? In 1978, the Tax Revenue Act was passed by Congress, and they passed a law that stated that you did not have to pay taxes on deferred income. So if your boss told you that you, they were going to get $10,000, you didn't have to pay taxes because he promised you $10,000. You paid taxes when you got the $10,000. Prior to that, you were paying taxes on promised money so you weren't getting. This was specifically written for people that were getting uh, like stock options. And so what was happening as part of their reimbursement plan from their company is that they were getting stock options. So a certain dollar amount of stocks, not actual cash, but they were being expected to pay taxes on these stock options. So this law made it so they did not have to pay taxes on those stock options until they sold the stock and got the cash. So that was the whole point of this. So in 1980, this guy named Ted Bennett, and I might be saying his, his name wrong, was looking for a tax advantage retirement plan for one of his clients. And he saw this 401k law. And so what that means is Congress passed a law they gave it to the IRS. The IRS has a tax code and it got filed away and it was filed under line 401k. That's where that law lives in the tax code. So that's all that means. So he was going through the tax codes and he found the 401k and he's like, I wonder if I can use this for a retirement plan. So he presented it to his client. The client's like, yeah, no, not for me. So he's like, okay. But he worked for a company called Johnson and so he showed it to Johnson and they created the very first um, IRA retirement package, or sorry, 401k retirement package in 1980. So in 1981, the IRS was like, that's sort of cool, we didn't mean for that to happen, but that looks like it'll work really well. So what we're going to do is we're going to let companies do it as a payroll deduction and 
will let employers contribute to it. So both employers and employees could put in money into this 401k that was now part of a payroll deduction. And this was done as a pre-tax, right? So what they were, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. So now that was in 1981 and then corporate America jumped all over that. They were very excited about this because prior to that, the retirement plan in the United States consisted of social security and pensions and whatever people had in their savings. So what was happening with the pensions is these big corporations had a lot of liability. They had to make sure that they had the cash flow to pay the retirement, the pensions, for all of the people that worked for them for a set number of years. So they had all of this cash just sitting over there that they had to keep on hand. And then they, as people worked for them longer and longer, they had more past employees and they were living longer. They had to have all of this cash sitting there to, to pay this pension. So this was an amazing idea for corporate America. So probably in the 1980s, about 80% of corporate America switched over to 401k plans. So the advantage for them to switch over to that, simple. The employee had to sign up for it. The employee had to sign up. Now, some states now have this as an automatic feature. When you start a job, you're automatically enrolled in the 401k. Some states do that, and you actually have to opt out of the 401k. The employee decided how much money they were gonna put in there. And the employee was responsible for how it was invested. They got rid of all of their liability when it came to people's retirements, right? And the company didn't have to contribute anything. It was totally up to the company how much they would contribute, if at all. So now everybody's retirement was on them, not corporate America. So they got very excited about it and they went nuts and 401ks went crazy in the 1980s. That's what that was about. So how does this look for you? There's a couple of things I want to, I touched on it briefly. I just want to mention it one more time. So these are pre-tax dollars. So what does that mean for you? Let's say that you make a $100 contribution to your 401k every week, but the world has gotten tough and you're like, man, I got to quit taking that $100 out because I've got all these bills, right? So the IRS says, cool. So now that you're not doing the deduction, the, we're gonna keep things simple. I gotta have simple math in my life. So we're gonna say you're paying a 30% tax bracket. So the IRS goes, cool. That $100 is now in your paycheck. We're gonna take our 30, and now you in your paycheck get to go home with an additional $70. So that $100 that you were putting into it when you into your contribution for your 401k, if you quit contributing, you get it after taxes now, 70 bucks. So that $100 is now worth 70. So you can see why that was an advantage for people to be able to do this with pre-tax dollars. What else do you need to know?
let's say, because now you've got a lot of money sitting there in your retirement account, let's say something happens like your roof goes. And it's gonna cost you $10,000 for that roof. So if you have an option, and it really depends on the company that is running the 401k for your employer, some of them offer loans. So what does that look like? So you go to your, the person who runs your 401k and goes, gosh, my roof went out, can I get money out of my 401k? And they go, yes, we'll give you a loan. So what they do is they take, and they take out that $10,000 out of your account and they go, and now it's a loan. So you have to pay us back over, let's say three years, we're just picking a number, and you have to pay us back with interest. So it's a certain amount of interest, whatever they pick, let's just say 4%. So now you're taking out a loan, but that $10,000 that you took out of your, of your 401k is no longer sitting in there making money with, however you had it invested in, bonds, stocks, index funds, mutual funds, whatever you had it invested in is no longer invested in that. So you're losing that. However, you're paying yourself back with a little bit of interest and over like three years. So that looks pretty good. Now what you also need to know is, let's say something happens at work, you gotta quit your job, and you're one year into your three-year contract for this loan. Well, guess what happens? When you quit that job, you have to pay whatever balance is in full, and if you don't, it becomes taking money out of your 401k and you will have to pay taxes and if you're below 59 and a half, a fine. So when you take out that loan, three years, or you're gonna have to pay them back when you quit or owe the IRS money. So what else can you do? So let's say it's, you need that $10,000 and you're like, I'm not borrowing money for myself. That's my money, give it to me. So they get okay. So the IRS, and you're, and you're under 59 and a half, because after 59 and a half, you're allowed to take money out with no fine. So let's say that you take it out. The IRS says, that's awesome. You're at a 30% tax bracket, so that $10,000 just turned into 7,000. And by the way, there's a 10% fine on that. So that $10,000 you took out, you now get $6,000 for your roof. So you can see how that goes. You don't really want to have to do that if you have any other options. Okay, the other thing you need to know. Let's say you're working for a company and you've been working for them for, and you've been contributing to your IRA and you put in $10,000 this year and they did a match. So the employer put in let's say 2,000. And so now you have $12,000 in your 401k, but you decide you don't like that job and you want a new job, so you're gonna leave and you've only been there a year. But your employer has a rule, vesting it's called, that in order to get this money that the employer has contributed to your 401k, you have to work there a certain amount of time. So sometimes it's like one year, sometimes it's no time, it's right off the bat. Some of the times it's like a year, two years, five, seven, 10 years, and sometimes it's a percentage. If you're only here for a year, you get 25%.
So there's different ways they can do that. So what that means though, let's say that they have a five year rule. They have to work for them for five years in order to take this money. So what happens when you quit your job is they go, you now have $10,000 in your 401k because we're taking this back. That's not yours because you quit. So that's something else you need to know. What else do you need to know? Ah, yes, the amazing missing 401ks, right? So now Americans are all wandering around getting multiple jobs and they end up with multiple 401ks that they've been contributing to. But they haven't been tracking them. They have no idea where they are. They have no idea how much is in it. They have no idea how they're being managed or how it's invested because they haven't paid any attention to it. So the recommendation is to do a rollover IRA. So you take when you quit your job, so you know where your money is, that's your retirement. So you know where your money is and how you're gonna retire. Because what'll happen is you go into retire and you're like, well, I had all these IRAs, but if you don't know where they are, you're not getting any money from them. So what you wanna do when you, when you decide to uh, quit a job is roll your 401k into an IRA, a rollover IRA. You want to do this directly. So the people that manage your 401k for your employer will have some paperwork for you to fill out. You fill out the paperwork and they will roll this over into an IRA that you have set up. And you can do this with multiple different companies. You can set up a rollover IRA. Off the top of my head, Vanguard and Fidelity both have them, but there's more out there. And you can just directly roll your 401k over to the IRA. And when you do it directly, you do not pay taxes and you do not pay fines. And any jobs you have can roll over into that same IRA. So you can keep all of your retirement funds in there when you start moving jobs. Okay guys, let me just make sure there wasn't anything else I wanted to talk about. Nope, I think we got it all. So. This went a little bit over than I wanted to do, but that's okay, right? Um, we're gonna be doing another video talking about employer contributions to your 401k. Once again on traditional, and that'll be next week. So we'll see you then. Thanks. Thank you for joining us on the Moolah Master Podcast. If you found this helpful, please follow and write a review so other people can find us too. We're gonna to be here every week, so listen for our next podcast. If you're interested in financial coaching or help creating your own spending plan, please see our website at moolah, M-O-O-L-A, masters.com. See you there.